And welcome to Trading Places. I'm Jericho, and this week I saw Badsa. And I'm Kieran, and I saw Anta too. And we have, for the first time in Trading Place history on episode three, a guest with us. First official listener of Trading Places, my girlfriend, Emily Carlo. Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, welcome to Trading Places, Emily. It's a delight to have you. I know you've come all the way from Canada just to see Bad Santa too. <laughs> That uh, is correct. So it's an absolute pleasure. Are you starstruck at all being being on the show, of which you've been a fan for a long, long time? <laughs> yeah, well, it's been about three three weeks now. I've been following the show consistently, and I even got to listen to the episodes before they were even out. A show you've written essays on. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm a pretty big fan, and I, I never thought I would be in this place. Mm, uh, the time is quite time is quite excellent. Sitting in the seat that was once occupied by Colin Firth. Oh yeah, um, he was a he was a real joy to work with. I suppose this is this is our new aggressive expansion strategy, isn't it? If we just gradually try and get more listeners by just inviting people <laughs> on the show, like or just if they're on it, they'll have to listen to it, and maybe now we'll have a listener. Yeah, um, maybe. Who knows? Lucky us. Um, so uh, it was Kieran's idea for this episode to uh, not content with having taken his uh, sort of uh, sadistic urges out on me by uh, making me atone with Sully. Kieran suggested that Emily see the entirety of Bad Santa 2. I'm a terrible, terrible person. (laughs) (laughs) And having just met Kieran, I didn't feel comfortable saying no, because I'm quite polite, especially to strangers. You should have felt more comfortable saying no, like, oh, I need to sit next to this stranger for 45 minutes and watch a shit film. (laughs) This is how we reward our fans, isn't it? It's like... (laughs) It's just, it's like we're just an abusive dad or something. It's like, uh, this is how we treat the people that love us the most. Um, I love you so much because I hate you so much. <laughs> okay, so into into Bad Santa 2. So as before, I have seen the previous Bad Santa. I have seen it a couple of times, yeah. yeah. So for once, I have actually got some, some history to what we're actually watching. Emily, have you seen Bad Santa? No. Do you want to see Bad Santa? No. The first Bad Santa is actually good. Yeah, that's what I hold up. I mean, I didn't watch it for ages because it was one of those movies that everyone at my school loved. Like, all the guys were always like, oh, hey, 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 let's do that bit from Not Another Teen Movie or Epic Movie or Scary Movie or Harold and Kumar Get the Munchies. And uh, and then Bad Santa was grouped in with all of these other dreadful movies, oh, so I just stayed away that's, from it. That's dragging it back, dragging it through the mud. Really. Yeah, and then when I but saw it, but there's, there's like, it's pretty that. good. Yeah, yeah. Oh. and it, I I always bring up how it was like the Coens did some work on it, didn't they? Um, Is that right? I didn't know that. Actually. Yeah, it's like it's it seems kind of, now you think about it, it's, it seems it seems like they probably did. Yeah, yeah, they they did some uncredited work like a ghost a ghost draft or something, and you there's one specific moment where he where the titular bad Santa is talking about his Johnson or something, which feels like it's been lifted out of the Big Lebowski. Mm, so there's okay. lots of moments in the dialogue, but yeah, bad Santa too um, didn't have any of that. No, no Coens, no Coens. Instead, I think they had Would, like yeah. Doug Ellen, the producer of Entourage, <laughs> was involved in some kind of like that is the an extreme dip. <laughs> you go from Coens to Entourage. Uh, that's that's quite a height to fall. So I suppose will we jump in now? In our screening, I went into I went into the the showing with Emily, and Emily was really excited. Could not wait for the movie to begin. I it was it was hard to contain her. She was bouncing in her seat, and I was like. <laughs> Come on, Emily. Wait, we have to see the trailers for it. The movie's not about to start. I know you really want to see it, but please just calm down. Like, contain your excitement for one moment. Um, and they I was him. actually giving him terrified looks. Yeah, you, I mean, you don't seem to have fully recovered from it quite yet. No. Um, Seems like a traumatic experience. Yeah. Especially the credits, which you don't know about. Oh, Jesus. Oh, okay. I'm trying to recall myself. What happened what? to the credits? <laughs> Why? Oh, God. What? My memories are like a sieve again. This is this is becoming a recurrent feature. Okay. I wait. don't remember I, what happened in the credits. I don't remember the plot. 
Oh, uh, this is this is off to a bad start. I'm glad that we have Emily here to verify that you did in fact see the film, <laughs> and we're just like sitting outside watching pigeons. Ah, like, oh, yeah, look at that Billy Bob Thornton. Oh yeah, shouldn't I be doing something? Yeah. <laughs> So, so the first uh, half of Bad Santa. So we took our, we <laughs> we took our seats for the second Bad Santa, and the film started, and the lights didn't go down, which I wondered if this was an intentional thing, like they're saying like look at each other, stare at each other in the face. You have chosen to see this movie. You are endorsing Bad Santa too. You are the to least blame. you can do is look at each other <laughs> and look at this mess you have all created. You should all be ashamed of yourselves. No, you're not getting the, anonym- the anonymity of darkness. You're not getting to hide from this. Everything's out in the open. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Look, <laughs> as every terrible joke about a black midget is <laughs> falling flat, I want you to look at the other people around the theatre and be... And if there's a laugh... You must stare them out. Exactly. In total disgust. Um, well, that was the thing, too, is there were some times when I did laugh, and I felt guilty about laughing. <laughs> like, it wasn't like a feel-good laugh. It was like a, oh, no, I'm laughing. I had that a few times, yeah, yeah. myself. Yeah. I was proud about my laughs. You didn't laugh? Uh, no, really? I laughed. No. I oh, laughed right. and I was proud. <laughs> I was proud to laugh. I don't think I laughed at anything that made me too much of a terrible person. Oh, well, we already know about your racist streak. Oh, so, yeah. Come on, Emily, you can stick up for me on this. <laughs> Well, I've lots I, of black I'm friends, really Emily. Tell Kieran about them. Tell Kieran about oh, yeah, all those black, black friends. friends. So I've, be, I've been hiding from it too long. I suppose we should start talking about the movie. Yeah, so I suppose we should. It's, it starts off in Vegas, doesn't it, Emily? Sure. What? I think so. <laughs> it, looks, it looks like Vegas and it's really I sunny. I it's more LA. No, 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 I don't think so. Is it not? I think it's... Everywhere unspecified, I just guess it. No, it's Chicago. It is Chicago. No, no, it's no, not. It's no, not. No, you no, haven't no. seen the first half of the movie. Don't you dare try and comment on it. <laughs> okay. Um, his, his There's number a transition pl- point to Chicago. Oh, my God. His number plate says Arizona, which was the only geographic indicator, but I believe it looked like Vegas. And it was okay. Christmas, and it was really sunny, which is kind of nice. And we this sort of tied this over as we open up in, in Vegas, and then 30 seconds in... I had my first moment of, oh no, what is, what is this film? Like, my expectations crashed much as Billy Bob Thornton crashed his car because he was watching a woman breastfeed. And I noted this as, like, 30 seconds into the film, I was groaning of, like, oh, Billy. please don't let it continue like this. And they you... tricked you, too, because they had, like, really nice Christmas music. Yeah. Yeah. And they had, like, some wreaths and some lights. And I thought, oh, maybe this might be a nice Christmas movie. Um, that's how to get you. They did that several, several times in the movie yeah. where they would just have, like, there'd be none of the awful characters on the screen. And they would just have, like, a Christmas scene with classic Christmas music. Is that what you... And that's what... Well, I kind of needed that to, like... Be able to is that what you'd want from Bad Santa 2 is just 90 minutes of just landscapes yeah. and establishing shots with, <laughs> yes. with Christmas music like no characters because they're all awful but just like oh look there's the Chicago bean and it's, you can put the sun snow. in every once in a while it's the Christmas travelogue yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just some sort of avant-garde uh, art piece like you, what's that one that you like Samsara oh yeah it's like Samsara but uh-huh. with, uh, with, with Billy Bob That'd be a terrible crossover. Let's not even, let's not even contemplate that. Tell no. me what happened. No. Let's get into the So, um, <laughs> Keep I, on track. I'm, I'm desperate to find out what happened. I have noted <laughs> here, thank God for Billy Bob. Because uh, after after he crashes his car, because he's watching a woman breastfeed, you then cut to he's a janitor and he's dressed up like Santa and the, the camera's slowly pushing it on, on him and he just has the most vacant, sort of depressed expression. And I was like... He looks how I feel contemplating watching Bad Santa if we're going to have more jokes like the breastfeeding. Um, that's probably how he felt making it. That's that's an authentic performance. It's yeah, really digging into the character. Well, that's why I didn't I didn't like Billy Bob Thornton when I was younger because I just had him as like something like a guy from things like this, and like Mr. Woodcock and so on. Like I didn't really get the sort of like weird craggy appeal. But now that I'm older and a bit more depressed myself, I'm like, craggedy. he's fantastic. <laughs> I'm like, could this work with anyone else? Mm, certainly not the first one. I don't know about this. You could have put someone else in, I think. I think he's still like the best, one of the best things about it. Like if you imagine... Just him, his performance? Yeah, if you yeah. imagine like Zach Galifianakis or someone else, they'd always do it with mm. a bit more winking at the camera or a bit more clowning around. Yeah. Where he's just straight up <laughs> like grizzled, 
yeah, depression. I, I get your point. Yeah. That's that's fair enough. Like I did believe him when he was trying to <laughs> kill himself, like in the oven and with the uh, was it the toaster? Yeah, on yeah. the lights. Um, what he tried to kill himself? Yeah. yeah. Oh, we didn't get any of this in the second no, half. No, you don't really get his mental state. As oh well. man, we missed out so much of his character depth. That's yeah. that's my that's that's my noted here. I have my first ha ha of the film is he decides <laughs> to commit suicide and he writes a note where he uh, he's like, donate my body to science. And does he misspell science? Yeah. Anyway, I laughed at it. He writes a suicide note on the back of a pizza box or something. And it's got like, grease marks on yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. And then he amends it to be like, donate my body to science, put my dick in my hand. And uh, he tries to kill himself and he puts his head in the oven. And this was my, this was my first laugh, is it's an electric oven. So he's got his head in this oven and you just see it gradually heat up and turn orange and he's just sat there for about 30 <laughs> seconds kind of willing it to work mm. until he just goes, oh, and takes his head out. And then, as you were saying, he tries to hang himself with uh, with a toaster, which doesn't work out Well, the well. cord of a toaster, I Yeah, guess. that's what it is. That he like, he's he, trying to hang himself. Yeah. He uses the, of all the things. <laughs> he uses the toaster cord as a rope and then hangs himself from a light. Much like my own lighting fixture, actually. Uh, maybe oh God, be... on the <laughs> But then his son comes in. Yeah, his son. His son bursts in and interrupts him. He his son, a... I would say. Oh he... no, it's not his son. He has no, a son. I was going to say he has what a son. It's not his son. You've 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 thrown me down a you've thrown me down a blind alley here. Oh no, Emily, who hasn't seen the original. <laughs> it's the ga- It's the kid from the original Bad Santa. Yeah. Who's grown up? Who's kind of like his adoptive son. Well, like, that's what he feels like his son. Yeah, he yeah, basically... Yeah, that's, that's the whole and point, yeah. yeah. I get the impression that they have a father-like son relationship, even if What it's... kind of relationship <laughs> do you have with your dad? If this is normal for you, <laughs> I'm very worried. Uh, and, I yeah. would say that the son, though, is like the bright beacon of the movie. Not just because of his hair and the fact that he's And it is the, the same son. actor, right? Is it? As, mm. I, as far as I was aware. Okay. I mean, it's a pretty, pretty stick-on for the, for the original, I thought. Yeah, he is. I just I just assumed right off the bat that it was the same. We're what? Which we're, quite surprised me, but I was just like, yeah, it looks like him. Are we like, what, 13 years, yeah, 10 years on from the first one, I guess? Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. supposed to be 21. Yeah, mm-hmm. th- that works. I have written here, his son Thurman is Fat Michael Sarah. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had that noted, is like he sort of has the like naive innocence of Michael Sarah, but with the physicality of Jonah Hill. <laughs> um, where he's like, oh hey, hey dad, oh, I got a job oh, working where I make sandwiches. Oh. Emily, I have a note here relevant for you. Uh, Gilmore. Oh yes. Yeah, because in the first in the first movie, can you remember the actress's name? Uh, Lauren Graham. Lauren Graham. Yeah, Lauren Graham is the love interest in the first Bad Santa. Do you remember that, Kieran? I don't remember the actors or the actresses really from First Bad Santa she's the mother of the son I think right okay and she's written out as dead she just I think do they explain how she dies no no they they just show him peeing on the picture of her (laughs) along with uh, an eviction notice I feel terrible and it's like all like in his apartment yeah. Like, he's just peeing on the floor at his apartment. So that so was... because he's getting evicted. Have you not been there before, Emily? What is the setup? How does it actually follow on from the first one? Like, how does the kid find him? It doesn't. The kid not... just walks in on him, kill himself. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. <laughs> Neat. But yes, isn't, isn't aware that he's killing himself. He just yeah, thinks no, he's sort of, he's like, like, hanging like out. Yeah, no, because he's like, oh, yeah. hey, that's weird. <laughs> Do you want a hand? <laughs> one thing, I have a note about the kid here. Yeah? It's on my second page, but oh, wow. I appreciate his love of sandwiches. Yeah. That really came through nicely, I thought. And I appreciated his singing voice still sounded what? like a ten-year-old. Oh wow. no, I've, I'm giving too much away already. You are, yeah. you are definitely. Um, well, okay, so we've got a few shining beacons already here. Yeah, we've got how... Billy Bob, and we've got Thur- Thurman. Yeah, Thurman. Thurman yeah. Merman, which is still Thurman, great. Thurman which Merman. is still great. That's yeah. not. In, that's not in the first half. No. 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 no I didn't name. find out until. You came in. Oh, right, okay. And they said his name, and yeah. I thought, and you what went, a great name! <laughs> yeah, because they make a big point of that in the first one. Like, yeah. He goes, what's your name? He goes, Thurman Merman. And Billy Bob's like, are you fucking kidding me, kid? <laughs> <laughs> no, so yeah, they've still kept that one up, so fair enough. Yeah, I, I have. so how do you feel about about uh, good old... It's Lorelai, isn't it? How do you feel about Lorelai from Gilmore Girls being in the first Bad Santa? Does that affect your appreciation of Gilmore Girls? 
Uh, no, because she's in lots of horrible movies where she just plays, like, the side character. Is she? Okay. Yeah, definitely. And we need to reiterate, though, the first bad Santa is not actually bad. So, <laughs> yeah, no, the first bad Santa <laughs> is, it should be good Santa. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The person, like, you know, there's actors to feel ashamed of in this film, absolutely. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say, is that I was, I didn't even recognise Kathy Bates or Christina Hendricks. They're the two biggest culprits, I think, Because they're, they're in this, and yeah. they are, like... I just couldn't believe that they were, like, kind of stepping down into this Denigrating territory. With this, yeah, yeah. Like, bits, you've got an Oscar for crying out loud. Yeah, um, goodness. I didn't recognize. So I didn't recognize them. I thought they were just people who looked like those people. <laughs> you, just, you just refused you to hire a Kathy yeah. Bates impersonator. Yeah, no, I did. I thought, oh, she looks a lot like Kathy Bates. This must be like <laughs> Kathy, someone. Kathy Bates would never stoop this low. Exactly. Well, I have a related note here, which is Kathy Bates has become Elton John where there's a scene in the bar where she comes up to him with a leather jacket on and she has like starry sunglasses where she looks a spitting image of Elton John <laughs> and I actually thought for a moment it was an Elton John cameo and I was like, that's a bit weird. It would be beautiful if Elton John played Billy Bob Thornton's dad in Bad Santa 2. Would... Bad Santa 3 now. Oh, right, um, okay, right. Someone get Elton John on the phone right away, we've got a casting call. <laughs> <laughs> He's um, bound to do it. So um, I kind of struggled with this film a bit where in terms of plot yeah yeah. Mm. in terms of taking notes on the plot I was like what am I supposed to be writing because there's almost no discernible plot to grapple onto like they they had a goal in the first film didn't they yeah we're gonna gonna rob a store on Christmas Eve pretty much we're gonna gonna rob rob a shopping shopping, mall yeah Yeah. yeah. well this they had this they had that as well they were gonna rob a charity yeah, but it wasn't as clear. Like, they weren't as focused, were they? <laughs> Absolutely not, no. Like, I don't know what they were... Like, in my half, anyway, did the plan ever become clear? They were going to collect loads of money in buckets. Wait, I think it... I just defended Bad Santa too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> here we go. Uh, <laughs> the the, the cruise code reappraisal begins here. <laughs> Emma Carla's think piece. Bad Santa to good Santa <laughs> um, So, So go on, Emily. Tell us more about how, how clear their plan is. Well, they're going to rob a charity. Yeah, but how are they going to do that? Are They're collecting money in buckets, and then what I kind of grasped at there was... There was a safe. There was a safe, yeah. So that I was assumed, a big part. I assumed that, 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 that they were going to have to drop off the money they'd collected into the safe, and while no one's looking, they would just take money out. If anything, though, they just made it seem really like a simple operation. That's what Mama Santa were... said, definitely, yeah. yeah. Mama Santa. Yeah. Did she have an actual name? I don't. I didn't get it in the second half. Ah, uh, she does oh. have a name, doesn't she? <laughs> You don't even know what's gonna what Mama Santa is capable of. Oh, oh. I don't is know it, what she's like in the first movie, but she's not she's in the not first it. movie. Oh, is she not? <laughs> no, then, no. oh my goodness, that was a real twist mm. for me. Oh wow, I, I'm glad we're definitely that, crossing streams here. Like. I'm, I'm glad there is a twist because there there was already one in my half. I so I have here written. This is my this is my first question. Does the midget, dwarf, elf, little person? Whatever. He's called Marcus Jericho. Marcus. Yeah. Uh, does <laughs> Marcus? Here we go again. Oh, come on, please. Don't gang up on me like Magic this. guy. After we just saw. Dwarf that, guy. After we watched The Family Stone yesterday, where Sarah Jessica Parker oh. was thrown under the truck yes. for being a homophobic, racist bigot, you should know better than do the same to me. <laughs> um, spoilers for The Family Stone. So does Which is a good Christmas movie if you're looking to wipe your memory of this one. <laughs> does. Marcus betray him but for what it seems his mother betrays him and maybe Marcus doesn't betray him okay there's another they're robbing something again totally not discernible whatsoever really what's (laughs) going on there's a choir happening in the background and they're robbing this place I don't don't know what they were robbing a charity and that was the charity oh because when I walked in they were robbing something oh that was different yeah oh I was thinking that like in the time where it was just me there alone and <laughs> that one minute in the abyss. I actually I wrote I wrote about it. I wrote a little oh, bit wow. about how it felt to be alone watching <laughs> Bad Santa 2. I felt like this was a critical time just because this is usually a gap 
where it's never recorded for yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's yeah. Just you guys. A moment in history, right? Yeah. Here. <laughs> like there's always probably about like a two minute gap, would you say? Thirty seconds. Yeah. Well we've it never depends. really worked it. Out it goes up and down. It goes yeah. up and down, doesn't it? It well, depends how organized we are. Yeah. I didn't time it, but I would say it was about two minutes. A fair bit happened. It was a minute so what you, it was Yeah, what and you, plus yeah. The, you asked for the lights to I be turned down. I complained about the lights because all twenty people in the cinema, including Emily and Jericho, happily sat through the first half of the film with the house lights on. Wow. Silence! Silence is deafening. <laughs> well, I had said if it had been a worthwhile movie, I would have. <laughs> That's fair. Enough. Wait, we've established that you were enjoying Bad Silence. You were no, defending this film. No, critical defense. Yeah. No, I was just going to talk about how lonely and isolating it was oh, to be watching is, it on my is, own. So, is is your is your little uh, is your little piece of writing about your experiences or what was going on in the film? Both. Okay. Okay. Because, so it's about both. Because what was happening on the film, I felt like. It reflected my own situation in a way. <laughs> I guess should we leave this for after we've speculated on what we missed? Because if it was just about your experiences, I would say bring us in now and let me and Kieran feel terrible for putting you through this. <laughs> but if it's about our exper- your experiences and what was happening in yeah. the film, then if we have to piece together, then this might spoil it for us. So I guess we'll have to hold off on that one. So maybe. do you want that initial question answered? Does Marcus betray him? If you can, if you can answer it in one word, yes. Yes. Okay, that's good. Because I felt like that was their relationship. I don't want Marcus to change. I want Marcus just to... Never change, Marcus. Never change. <laughs> never never, change. never grow. <laughs> oh, come on. Um, As a character! Oh, see... Oh. Oh. Hey, you've, you... That's a family stone thing again, isn't it? Stop family stoning me. Um, we're throwing stones at you. Um, I have written here, there's an Instagram reference, which just felt as if it was put in to be like, Luke, this movie couldn't have been written 10 years ago. We talk about Instagram now. There's also that's, Instagram in yep, the credits. That's the credits. Do you I remember, remember now? now? Yep. Oh, wow. So there we go. It wasn't thrown away. It was one reference in the script and the credits. Yeah. And um, it was also referenced in the second half of well, the movie we should, as well. Well, we, sh- we should tell. There's no reason not to tell you what it was. Yeah, go ahead. Basically, um, Marcus gets his, no, uh, Billy Bob, Willie, Gets his own back on Marcus. Oh yeah, he's called Willie. What's he called? It's not Willie Loman. Willie Soak. Willie, Willie Soak. Stoke. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so Marcus is lying in hospital uh, because his uh, Santa mom shoots him. Is it a prison hospital? No. <sighs> it's a, for, for, yeah, for some reason it's a regular hospital. It should yeah. be a prison hospital. <laughs> yeah, because this is where they just robbed the charity. Uh, but Santa Santa mom shoots him, uh-huh. and we all think, oh, he's dead. And you, <laughs> you, Emily gasped. I, I, I recorded Emily's gasp. I knew you were going to call me out on that. Sa- Santa Mom shoots me and we're like, <gasps> just like, this is gold. <laughs> um, so you know, yeah, it's getting harder and harder to claim that you didn't like it. <laughs> she was totally invested, 100%. <laughs> um, and then, anyway, um, Marcus wakes up in the hospital, Billy Bob walks in and teabags him and puts it on Instagram. Oh, God. I think he, that's like, what he says, yeah. I had my, I had my eyes down because I kept showing different pictures of oh. the same thing. Yeah. Like oh. multiple times, oh, yeah. Wow. Just Billy yeah. Bob thought it probably wasn't actually his ball sack, but you know, it probably, probably was. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, yeah. That's that's what the Instagram references is. Marcus says like, "Oh, hey, when you're asleep, I teabag you," and he's <laughs> and put it on Instagram. That was yeah, right. There we go. Time. So we've 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 solved that that's that it. that one. Yeah. I have here. He gets in a territory fight with another Santa, oh, which a is like, a callback to Bob. Oh yeah, it's yeah. like a big issue. Uh huh. Yeah, exactly. And while it wasn't while it wasn't written by or while the Coens had no involvement with he, with the movie, I think one of my favorite favorite things about the film oh, was I think I know what's gonna be. Yeah, it's a very Coen esque thing of like the movie has a lot of like misunderstandings and flubbing of language. Rickyisms. Yeah, exactly, Rickyisms, where I was like. On the downside, this is just stolen from Trailer Park Boys, but on the upside, this is probably the best thing about the film. So I have a few here. Uh, I have a few here written. So we've got, don't let the door hit you in the ass or hit me in the ass or whatever, being one of his things. He There's calls, a lot of or whatevers, yeah. So yeah, yeah. keep adding that on. He calls, he calls the Santa that um, he gets in a fight with a Peter Filiak, <laughs> um, and uh, see oh. Emily's laughing again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's a guy who, at one point, uh, Bad Santa is going through a metal detector and a guy takes his flask away from him and says, I'm going to have to compensate that. <laughs> um, which I feel like it almost works better with uh, with it if it's just the Bad Santa doing it. Because in mm-hmm. this film, it's just like everyone is a bit like me <laughs> and can't speak very well. Um, we also, um, Which is why we started a podcast. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I, it's exposure therapy. I've got to learn somehow. Pitch me in at the deep end. But the best was probably when Billy Bob sums up. Yes, this the, is what I was waiting sums for. Sums up what Christmas yeah. is all about. And he's saying, like, oh, you know, I, I love Santa. I love Christmas. I love Jesus. I'm all about the wise guys kicking them out of the hotel or whatever, <laughs> the ejaculate conception, when King Midas threatened to cut the kid in half or turn him into gold or something. Um, so uh, I am staking my claim that Bad Santa 2 is funny. We're threatening to have enjoyed this, and yeah. you, you've already made claims that you might go back and watch it. Yeah. The I, second half. Yeah, know? I was sad to have missed out on the second half. Oh, wow. I, I, um, is it the strongest one so far that you've went, I really don't want to leave? Because I know you didn't want to leave Bridget Jones. Yeah, it's up there with Bridget ah. Jones. Like, this and Bridget... Oh, I don't know if I knew that. Mm. It's weird, because Bridget Jones... Well, this is only the second one that you've actually walked in. Well, apart from the, the Sully episode. Yeah, yeah, apart Which you had Sully. to atone for yourself. Because I was, I was quite happy to walk out of Inferno. I'll y- register that. Yeah, I didn't want to have seen more of Inferno. <laughs> I definitely didn't want to have seen more of Bob. No. Um, Sully, I was kind of a little bit bored, so I'll go back and see the, the rest of it later. But I was like, uh, it's not as if it's exactly gripping me. Are you saying Bad Santa 2 is better than Sully? Or the first half of Bad Santa 2 is better than the first half of Sully? Oh, maybe. No, no. Uh, <laughs> I, would, I would note here that I would have left. Yeah. <laughs> what was, if I could. Oh, have. that was your moment. That was, w- Jericho, <laughs> don't leave me. <laughs> if I were to undo the restraints that were keeping you in your chair, can you pinpoint when would you would have left? Um, probably within the first five minutes. I think after the I think breast- that breastfeeding, breastfeeding would have been your threshold. I was going to say the breastfeeding, which was in like the first 30 seconds. Yeah. And just them crashing the car and oogling was, yeah, I was like, I'm done. Yeah. yeah. And once, once the whole Christmas music and beautiful facades <laughs> faded. I was I was done. Is there any more plot to cover from the first half or any more burning questions before we jump on to the second? One one more thing to talk about, which is Billy Bob, like, does he have magic powers? I suppose this could be one of my questions. Because he's just so persuasive where Christina Hendricks is firing him as being a terrible Santa. And he says he makes this big sort of like like Mr. Smith goes to Washington speech where he's like, please don't fire me. And he says, I won't piss on the suit. Give a broke dick motherfucker a second chance. And she says, fine. Where I'm like, what? This, like that, that speech is a perfect illustration of why you're firing him. And she's like, oh, I can't say no to you. Well, Put some, it like that. Somewhat related. Well, I'll bring it out more in the second half, but yeah, I, I know where you're coming from from there. This like sort of strange magnetism that makes everybody like him, despite him being literally the worst person who's ever walked on the face of the earth. Um, yeah, that that's pretty much all that uh, I have to say. So I've got my two questions here for you. Um, SantaCon, does that happen? Because that felt as if... Mm. I was interested to good see question. SantaCon because I feel like it's a good potential set piece, but I was like... Is this not diluting the movie? Is this not throwing? Well, your predictions are your predictions are well founded. It's the yeah. climax of the film. It takes oh, place okay, at it's Santa the Because I thought the climax was going to be the heist. So do they tie the heist? Do they tie the safe? It's kind of taking place at the same time. Oh wow! They escape it's like a Star they, Wars. They escape sort of. into Santa Con. Oh wow! Basically, yeah. I really want it. Can I? Can I just? <laughs> you two have seen it. You can just talk He's going to go see the second half. And see the rest we're of we're spoiling the second half for you now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you haven't spoiled. I, I suppose. Yeah, you will be spoiling Santa Con. Um, and then my final question is: Whoa, plot twist! Joan is an alcoholic. Uh, Joan of course being Christina Hendricks. Um, does Billy Bob make Joan relapse? Mm. Uh, no. No. no? Okay. <laughs> okay, that's pretty straightforward. Well, she might relapse in the other part do you remember how she was talking about two things oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. she's she's both an alcoholic and a sex addict and, oh yeah she yeah. gives him a hand job okay she has sex with him in an alley oh uh, uh, yeah all right okay yeah okay <laughs> i thought i was she speaks about her struggle with alcoholism i was like at the end of this movie we're gonna just see joan passed out in a gutter covered in vodka and as billy bob rides off on the sleigh being like ah another job well done um <laughs> hey whereas, I suppose the sex addiction is uh, just as bad in its own way. So it is. yeah. Um, anyway, that's that's all I have to say about the first half. Yep. Join us again in a couple of wee seconds for the second half of Bad Sense Two. Hello. 
Hello and welcome back to Trading Places. Sorry Jericho, I just interrupted you when you were about to reintroduce the podcast. Uh, no, you should have introduced it because it was your half, or maybe I should have introduced it. Thank you, I... god damn it. I want my half. Yeah, I... <laughs> you can see it another time. I was just going to say, we need to give a shout out to our sponsors for this episode. Yes, thank Kieran, you. would you like to do that? Yes, thank you to Bagel Mania. We didn't have a bagel today on the way back home, but um, god, god bless him. I had one on the way there. It was a Christmas bagel. It had um, turkey in it and, and brie. And some piss. <laughs> yeah, it was the Bad Santa special. <laughs> and it was delicious, you know. Oh. I really loved it. And I would recommend all of our listeners go on down to Bagel Mania and grab themselves the Billy Bob special. Got to get that go piss. Go out the back and ask for Billy Bob. <laughs> They'll know what you mean. <laughs> you might not survive. <laughs> so, Kieran. Yes, the second, the half, second half of Bad Santa. Bad Santa too. So, uh, I initially walked in and obviously the lights were still up. So, I did miss a wee bit extra because I asked How one of you? the ushers. Because I wanted to watch the film properly. Breaking, breaking the rules of the podcast. Uh, well, you broke the rules by not asking them to go and turn it off, so yeah. Okay, we'll have, to, <laughs> we'll have a constitution, a trading place of constitution in the future. The rules. And don't worry, I've got everything recorded yeah. as to what we'll you g- missed. We'll get, to that, we'll get to that last line, I think, yeah. Um, but basically, the first the first part I walked in, and it was just basically Billy Bob Thornton swearing at kids dressed as Santa. Um, Were the kids dressed as Santa? No, no, he was dressed as no, no, Santa. He was doing this whole Santa shtick. Yeah. Uh, get the fuck off me kid what the, what the fuck do you want for Christmas uh, all the rest of it uh, and while this was going on there was a robbery happening at the same time so I was like oh we're, al- we're already at the robbery Yeah. Uh, and then there's like another one later so this is why I couldn't really get a proper grip on the plot whatsoever because I was like okay I'm, I've got I, I see Marcus is here okay and, and who's the woman okay right oh it's his mum okay and now he's sitting there and there's the robbery but where are they so yeah actually was, Marcus wasn't there oh he it was wasn't just, this was a mother and son <laughs> mother and son robbery like bonding <laughs> robbery moment and she even took him aside and said I got a special job just for the two of us <laughs> I wish my mum would take me out robbing more if you listen mum take me robbing for once a good old robbing yeah, yeah. Uh, so that was basically what was going on, uh, and then almost as soon as that happened, Billy Bob Thornton is fucking someone up against a Christmas tree. Someone. I, who was she, Emily? The the woman that he's fucking against the Christmas tree. Uh, Do we the, know? Her? She runs the charity. Right. It's Christina uh, Hendricks. No, no, no. That wasn't. This was, this was someone else. No, that was her. It looked like it did not look like Christina Hendricks. I was like, this is someone else. Wait, was Kira, it in the bathroom? Did you see or... this film? <laughs> <laughs> was it in the bathroom or was it against the Christmas trees? No, because trees? it was in the bathroom and then there was another woman at the Christmas tree. Yeah, so is this the bathroom or the Christmas trees? Well, where were they? Answer, answer me who were both. Was it Christina Hendricks both times? No. Exactly. So who, who was. At the Christmas tree, yep. it was Christina Hendricks. Okay. In the bathroom, it was like the receptionist. Right. Of the charity. Yes, okay, both connected right. to a charity. I but see. which one was the first one? I think it was the Christmas tree one. Christmas tree came before the bathroom? Yeah. Oh. Because he's... Yeah, I think that's right. Because that's where he's like, oh, say fuck me Santa, say fuck me Santa. Yeah. Yeah, he was yeah. saying that to Christina Hendricks in the first one. There we so. go. There that was it, because the fuck me Santa is a big sort of big funny bit in the in the first film. So they brought that <laughs> back again in the second one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's, and that's like, oh, right, okay, call back to the first one. Very good. I must say it is handy having me here because I just I really know what You're happens. I feel you like an Kieran expert. You're strangling each other if you weren't here. Yeah. You're the glue that's holding us all together. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for fulfilling that function here, and sorry and for boasting. dragging you through this. <laughs> sorry for bringing you all the way over from Canada just to watch Bad Santa Two. The next thing that really struck me was the reappearance of Thurman Merman. Thurman Merman. Yeah. Which is still a great name. Why does it take it so long for that to happen? Uh, I don't know. He comes in and he's walking around Chicago, and I'm like, okay, we're in Chicago all of a sudden because I had no idea where we were. And then he's just like, oh, for fuck's sake, kid, how are you following me about? <laughs> like, like, what are you doing here? And he's like, oh, I've not got a jacket. And he's just like, oh, fine, for fuck's sake, I'll come pick you up for fuck's sake, and just for fuck's sake, all the rest of it. And I noticed I'm swearing a lot again. Or whatever. But, yeah, or whatever. Fuck's sake, or whatever, kid. Yeah. <laughs> so Emily, do you know? Do you know how? Because you will have seen Thurman Merman getting to Chicago because he gets on the bus in the first half does he get off in the missing half uh yeah yeah that's what, oh, I, okay, that's what I have okay, in my okay. in my notes well here. we better not talk about this yeah. now because I was I was happy just to put this down to 
Kieran's just not watching this film. He like he doesn't understand how he got there when he mu- quite clearly must have got off a bus. Um, okay, okay, that's good to know. I think I think I represent Thurman Merman here. I just walked in not knowing what the fuck was going on. Well, did we not establish on the walk home that you're the Marcus of the podcast in oh, terms yeah. of your height because no one knows what you look like and you're of course three foot tall. Yeah, and uh, you are. You're you're I'm, Billy Bob. I'm I'm the titular bad Santa here. I'm yep. the beloved charismatic uh, <laughs> awful person um, and who did we say Emily was were you Mrs Claus I can't remember who were you I end up being the awful, the awful woman just because I'm a, I'm also a woman <laughs> yeah okay okay I guess that makes What's sense her, what do you call her Santa Ma Santa Ma Mama Santa Mama, Mama Santa? Santa yeah we'll Mama go with Santa. that Mama Santa that's not what she's actually called in the film though no um, tell us reveal it we've got to know I don't know. Oh, I, was right, at, okay. I was asking you guys. <laughs> no, no, you didn't know, get a name, Emily. You're, you're showing yourself off here. If you were a real fan of the show, you would know I'm... that I don't learn people's names. I refer to them as previous characters they might have played, Slim Blade, uh, actor, <laughs> actress's name, um, Kathy Bates, or some sort of like loose racial or the gender description. But you Never call Jericho. Thurman Merman his proper name because it's so good. I called him Fat Michael Sarah. Yeah, you did. I yeah. Down, Thurman is Fat Michael Sarah just because <laughs> it's a funny name. If we all had funny names, maybe everyone just needs a rhyming name. Uh, again, with the whole discernible lack of discernible plot thing, after yeah. Thurman Merman shows up, they just kind of amble about for a while, and then eventually the robbery comes at the end, and I'm like, oh, we're 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 there already, pretty much. Yeah. And I'm like, we're coming to an end, and I feel like I've been here for a little amount. And Emily probably felt like she'd been there for about <laughs> four days. <laughs> um, so that's. I was pretty sure, just like in terms of the entire film, just kind of sidetracking from the plot of it, that Marcus actually just says more swear words than actual words. <laughs> <laughs> Every second word is a fuck or a shit or anything the rest of it. And then there's a vague plan about going to Mexico. His, mom, his mom's like, oh, we're, we're going to Mexico. With all the money that we make, do they not? Is that not a plan in the first one as well? Is it? I feel like it might be. Have I have I even seen the first one? <laughs> Maybe. I feel You're like making me doubt myself. Every I feel like every lawbreaker's plan is just to go to Mexico and be at home with all their uh, all the scum that you get in Mexico. Mm-hmm. They're rapists. They're bank robbers. Oh yeah, we discussed Mexicans Santa. in the last episode, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, we did. We did. Oh no, in fact, no. Mexico is good because you just have all the good Mexicans mm-hmm. in Mexico. The bad Mexicans are the ones that get sent to America. But that was quite a touching point in the movie because yeah. the mom says, "I brought you here and wanted you to be part of this Aww. heist mm. so that we could have money to go on this Christmas holiday and Aww. be together for the holidays." And like a so fool, let, let, like a so Christmas. let me guess, the twist is that bad Mama Santa isn't bad at all, and she's trying to make amends. Well, no. this, this was this was my problem is that really? I believed her. You believed her. I did. Oh, no. I then, thought maybe on. this is going to be a really nice, happy Christmas no. movie after all. No, and, and then and yeah, I totally, totally fell for it, which is probably why I gasped. <laughs> when, yeah, when she shot Marcus. When she shot Marcus, uh, and, and then, then she, later when she then, turned the gun. Yeah, when she turned the gun and she on shot herself. No, no. she. This is right. Okay, we'll get into it because the whole the whole heist thing she happens. She shot Thurman Merman, didn't she? Yes. What? <laughs> that was a. I could, how could anyone? I thought that was the rule. Was like Thurman Merman just leave him out of it. And it gets bigger. It happens yeah. at SantaCon. Yeah. Oh wow. Mm. And she shoots her own son. Yep. She shoots and Billy Bob. And she Bob. doesn't actually want to go to on vacation. She just wants the money for herself. Yeah. Is she at least going to go on vacation herself? We don't really no. know what she's going to do with. What the happens money. to her in the end? <laughs> I think I'd I like to really see a spin-off for Mama Santa. Maybe she has a whole different family. I could totally see it like Kathy Bates doing like a straight to DVD. Straight to DVD, yeah, yeah. Mama Santa. Oh no, it's too I'm predictable. I'm writing it now. It's too I'm writing it now. Dear Ethan and Joel, <laughs> I have an idea for you. I would really like to work with you. Signed Jericho Mamerico. <laughs> From your biggest fan, Thurman Murray, Jericho Mamerico. <laughs> I have a question for both of you, though. Oh. About. Um, the first half and the second half. Yeah, fire so, away. Shoot me with your question. There's something that happens in both. It's kind of like a mirrored effect. Yeah. Uh, that I noticed. So. And you wanted us to try and piece it together. Yeah. Well, there's something about birthdays. Birthdays. Mention of birthdays in both the first and the second half. And if you think about it, they 
they're sort of mirrored experiences. So do you remember Billy, anything about birthdays? Does he, is that when there's a photo he speaks about mum, is mum doing something bad on his 12th birthday, is it? Or like, it'll be Billy yes, Bob does something to Merman his mum did it to him. It's like, it? I remember where it comes in the second half, uh, after the first robbery that yeah. I see, um, they're, they're sitting there swigging vodka, yeah. and his, his mum's like, oh, I always toasted your birthday on this day, January 3rd, and he goes, nope. And then she goes, January 4th, and he goes, nope. August the seventh or something like this. <laughs> so I think I've got. And my she goes. And she goes. She goes. Oh, the seventh. Yeah. He uh-huh. has to repeat like, but it was August. It yeah. wasn't just that you were two days away. So I think I've got my part. Yeah, you got your part right. I don't have my part. No. Uh, this, do you need? To, do you Thurman, want a clue? I don't know. He was talking about Thurman Merman, popping Thurman Merman's cherry when he was twenty-one. Is something to do with Thurman Merman's birthday? Yeah. Well, Thurman Merman. He says to him, "Oh." Dad, today's my birthday. Yeah, he does. <laughs> and his dad, well, like, it's not his dad, but yeah. he's just, he totally like blows him off and just could care less. Excuse me, he doesn't blow him off. He gets him a prostitute, Emily. <laughs> I think that's the very opposite. Really? That's he only after him. he realizes he's 21. In the and first half, he gets for a moment a prostitute. Yeah. Oh, what a, what a wholehearted guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> An upstanding member of the community. I think he, he it, it seems as if he's, he's, it seems as if the prostitute was a gift, but then he kind of makes Thurman Merman pay for it, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> That's true. First of all, he tells the prostitute, like, da da da, $20. And she's like, no, it'll be $100. And he's like, uh, 60 mm. And then he says, and then to Thurman Merman, and afterwards, you give her $60. And he's like, I don't have $60. I only have $20. He's like, well, you give her your $20. <laughs> so, so I don't think what a, it's. What a true guy. What a gentleman. What a gentleman. But in terms of the birthdays, I just thought that it was like, he can't remember that it's his fake son's birthday because his mother can't remember about his birthday. And so that's kind of like a thing that sort of passed down, but sort of mirrored in the first and second half. I'm really glad you pointed that out. Thank you very much. You're making us appreciate Bad Santa as like a place beyond the pines. <laughs> yeah, like, Emily, Emily, yeah like like Greek, a Greek tragedy. Of the, yeah, <laughs> sins of the father are visited on the... Uh, um, well, that's thing? the thing, because Thurman Merman gets a Santa suit in the second half. So I was going to ask that. Yeah. When, he was at, when you mentioned being at Santa Con, being, dressed, uh, yep. being shot, I was like, is he dressed as Santa he when is. he is shot? Because I knew he had to be. It's during the choir performance... And oh, he's okay. singing dressed as Santa. That's yeah. the whole thing he's got. Is he still sounds like a ten-year-old when he's singing, which was I, I did appreciate that. As I said, I thought that was quite a, a quite nice touch. And yeah, they put him in a Santa suit, and it's like he's it's made his year. He's like, oh my god, I get to be Santa. And then Billy Bob Thornton throws him into this sort of like homeless, homeless sort of sanctuary for bad Santas. <laughs> <laughs> which is oh, oh it's, and yeah, there's like people puking, uh, Santa's puking. So they're all basically like they're all failed Santas like Billy Bob Thornton and Billy Bob Thornton just throws Furman Merman in with them pretty much <laughs> um, I'm, I'm really grateful to you being here Emily and being able to help us uh, appreciate all these things like motifs and recurring ideas it really it's is. almost as if it's a good idea watching all of a film <laughs> <laughs> no no you can't, you can't no you I can't think I'm, I think I'm just stretching it a little well but it, but it truly one is thing that the, did happen yeah. though is I started to at first, I like hated Billy Bob Thornton, and I was like, "He's peeing in his home. That's disgusting." <laughs> no, remember he's getting there's, evicted. Like, it's his landlord's pizza home boxes, now. <laughs> Like there's bugs. Like he's just disgusting. And then I met his mother, and I was just like really taken aback. And I thought, "Well, that's why he is the way he is." His mother and who watches explained... The Bachelor from the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it explained why he was the way he was. Yeah. Do you think Billy Bob Thornton watches The Bachelorette from the toilet? <laughs> Probably. Um, that Man, could be we, another mis- We mis- really mis- are getting the critical reevaluation of Bad Santa 2 here <laughs> right off the bat. Exactly. Uh-huh. I, we've pretty much covered all the plot that happens in the second half, I would say. Would you there agree, is a nice Emily? turning point, though. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'll let when... you explain it, because I probably can't, <laughs> can't explain it. <laughs> well, Thurman Merman and Billy Bob are at the laundromat for some reason. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. he's resting <laughs> on Billy Bob Thornton, and Billy Bob Thornton decides he's gonna just leave him at the laundromat. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and then he decides that he's gonna put a coat on him. But he's gonna steal the money that's in his back pocket. <laughs> but then he steals like a bunch of twenties that are in his pocket. And See, then, it wasn't it wasn't funny. We didn't laugh when we were watching that, did we? We didn't. I didn't laugh at that point. But it's just on just going back and revisiting it and Jericho was having the time of his life yeah <laughs> I really am 
So yeah, no, as, as okay, I said, he like yeah. covers him with the coat as like a blanket. But plus, he has complained earlier that he didn't bring a coat to Chicago yeah. because Billy Bob Thornton didn't tell him to bring a coat. And then he he takes it into the next scene. He takes the same coat. It's like this like middle-aged woman's coat. Yeah, okay. Man, we really are starting to like beg up this film, aren't we? Yeah. Like, yeah. We, we totally agreed Inferno was a piece of shit. But like, we're, we, we're not really sure what to think about Bad Santa 2. No, because then he like takes the money and he starts to leave. Mm-hmm. And then uh-huh. you see him looking back and there's Christmas lights and he's fast asleep and he's drooling. And then he decides to go back, and that's when he takes him to the weird shelter. Yes, that's correct. He goes to the shelter. So, so uh, he sort of, he's, he's changed a little. He didn't just leave him. Maybe. Yeah. I think we've got, we've got two options here, which is one, Bad Santa is just objectively a really good film, a, a, a <laughs> modern classic of cinema, or two, it's like our own Christmas story, and Emily is just like some sort of mythical spirit that has a redemptive quality and is teaching me and you to appreciate appreciate, uh, what we've gone through always looking to find the best in Billy Bob like oh yeah he's he's had a tough upbringing so in a way wouldn't we all be like that and oh he's not I mean he is uh, in a way he's doing terrible things but he's at least doing good things accidentally or always looking to find the best it's like uh it's like a Christmas carol and we're just reappraising our own life. Well, since we're coming to the end of this second half, I uh, might as well go on to my main questions that I, I still feel a wee bit left unanswered. Fire away. It seems as though Thurman Merman and Billy Bob are together at the start of Bad Santa 2, is that right? Because he walks yeah, in when are, he's killing yeah. himself. He They're living in the same house, is that no, right? No, no. He, I, Billy Bob lives on his own. Okay. And Thurman Merman works for like the subway that isn't sir so what's it called like hungry hoagies or? yeah uh-huh. yeah um uh he uh shout out to jared from subway um he's working shout for the subway <laughs> sponsored no they're not they no, they're, not. they're the way. enemy of the they show are. yeah yeah i i had a subway sandwich last week and there's a razor blade in it <gasps> yeah that was terrible. oh wait you're lying <laughs> i'm not lying emily there's no he certainly is <laughs> go to bagel mania for your piss bagel <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe maybe this wasn't the best. <laughs> uh, so there anyway, definitely won't be razor blades in it, but yeah. But they're together, and then is it so? Billy Bob Thornton just leaves him. He stalks him. What is it? Thurman Merman essentially stalks him. Yeah, like he gets his number from the prostitute at the, one point. The question yeah. is, why? he's also cleaning yeah. his home at one point. Oh he's yeah, like vacuuming yeah. the bugs. Yeah. Oh, he's like vacuuming his house, and it's like super clean, and it was a mess. Yeah. So I was like really impressed by him. I was really proud. That's when I sort of fell in love with oh, Thurman Merman. And then he said, "I've been feeding your bugs. They're getting really big." Yeah, I remember that was one of your big laughs. Yeah. <laughs> um, Emily as well at this film. She wanted to leave after five minutes, but she stuck it out. And there we go. There's it's, a moral in there somewhere. We yeah. should all recycle. Um, oh, in fact, uh, oh, th- wait, hang on. I have I have a perfect quote here, which I will I will uh, dig into just at the end. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, so basically, so, why is Farber Moment after Willie? Just because he wants to be with him. Yeah, essentially. He, it's he just wants the a same father as, figure. And okay, so that his mum's dead, and it's yeah. just the same as the the original, isn't it? He just we find latches out his on grandma to has died Oh yeah, as his well. grandma dies oh, two no. years Second before half. two years before the events of this film. Yeah, that's, Emily's that's laughing at that for some reason. <laughs> she loves well. this film. <laughs> <laughs> um, but how how is he able to track him? Uh, and wait, how is he how, how is he finding him all the way in Chicago? Like how is because. He, Does he tell he got, he's going he got to the no, cell phone number from the prostitute. Yeah, right. there we go. And then he can call him, and he calls him. And he's like, I'm in. And he says he can only call him for emergencies. Right, yeah. quick, solved. Yeah. Excellent. Because before he's in Vegas, and the kid is just there. Like, he's working He's working in Hungry Hoagies, and he's just, like, in the same neighborhood. And so he just drops it on him every now and then. Uh, next question, and it leads on from that, but I was going to mention the first half, yeah. which is, like... Why is he so persuasive? Uh, your thing and my my question was why are so many people attracted to this? He's he's old. He's a really old guy. Yeah, I, I yeah. had notes of that as well. Why I are had... so many people attracted to him? And I was like, I'm gonna have a sex count. How many times has he had sex? And in the second half, I at least counted three plus a hard job. What can you recount from the first half? Only once. Once, okay. So Only once. What, he's four... relatively still a bit by bad oh. Santa standards. Wow. So four times plus a hard job. Would you say that's correct, Emily? 
It's all kind of a blur. <laughs> like, Does I, I'd, be, I'd be a bit a worried if you yeah. were like tallying up in your head. You could immediately say, "Yep, yep, before that sounds right." Um, well, because I, I was immediately coming, I was like, "Wow, if if this was like how the first half was going as well, then it must be pretty rampant." You're gonna blow us away now by just saying, like, "And also, there are one hundred and seventy-six jokes about uh, <laughs> being small in Bad Santa." There um, probably are. Oh, at least in yeah. one half, I reckon. Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. So just the just the the final question I'll go give you for is, how did he meet up again with his mum, Mama Santa? Uh, the is it Marcus? What's yeah. It? Yeah, Marcus lures him in. Like Marcus is in contact with his mum, isn't oh. he? Oh. Mm-hmm. And she wants him for the heist. Right. So she he's recruits good. him. He's, he's good at uh, breaking in. Saves. Yes. Yeah. She has Parkinson's and can't do it anymore herself. Yeah. Really? There was yeah. no indication that she had Parkinson's whatsoever. She, I think she just said, <laughs> I have Parkinson's, so my hearing isn't so good. <laughs> so maybe she just, maybe this was just an excuse and she really wanted to shoot her son and that was just a convenient. Uh, and this was also another time I gassed when they first met. Do you remember? Because no. she is working at the charity yeah. and he sees her and she's like this old oh, like little yeah, lady yeah, and she's yeah, saying like yeah. cute, frilly old lady things. And he just like punches her like so hardcore in the face, like big sound, and like we don't know who she is. Yeah, that I think I. And she I doesn't. Forgo- she's not even phased. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot your gasp because there was like big laughs from the back of the audience, which like over. And Emily gave the proper response. Like, it was oh like, my god, you would gasp if someone punched an old lady that hard. Yeah, it, we had like the hateful eight audience at the back oh, being god. like. I've been waiting ages for a woman to get punched in the face. I went to see Lady Busters, but sadly absent were any scenes of Chris Hemsworth just sucking them all. Um, So yeah, there was obviously a fan of women beating at the back of the house, which uh, slightly slightly took attention from your gasp. Yeah, which I couldn't get because you saw that from the trailer. It's different though when you see <laughs> when it in context. Tall, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't I, remember seeing it in the trailer. Are you saying it's different? Are you saying there's a justification for it if it's in a trailer? Because I think being women is abhorrent under all circumstances. <laughs> whereas you clearly think there's circumstances in which it's okay. It doesn't matter, gasp. You're just like, eh. Well, my argument would be is that there were a lot of shocking things in the trailer. Yeah. And so I think by that point I was probably just a bit numb. Yeah. Desensitized. Exactly. Emily wanted to see the trailer to know what she was getting herself in for, and it was a bad idea because I played her the first trailer, which was the red band trailer. And, and I, I had like, I didn't even know what a red band trailer was. Yeah. I was like, why is it red? It's usually green. <laughs> <laughs> Already things seem a little bit more violent and uh, dangerous than they do in the pleasant green. And, and I was like, like, oh, is it because it's Christmas? It was just a, a, a quick fire cut of just sort of like obscene images, women being punched. And exactly. Short jokes. Okay. Uh, well, is there any more business to attend to in the second half here? No, I no. believe I will just finish you up with this quote from our dear, beloved Willie, what's he called? Soak. Willie Soak. Stoke? No, Soak. Soak. Willie yeah. Soak. Okay. <laughs> Happy endings are bullshit. In fact, there's no such thing as endings at all. Which, again, I feel is like another sort of like Cohen-esque insight. I can imagine Sam Elliott saying that in The Big Lebowski. Like, mm. you know, I'm going to tell you a story about a man. <laughs> there's no ending to the story. And I done gone, lost my place again. But I think if that that is us being promised a Bad Santa cinematic universe. Mm. Oh, shit. We're not going to get an end to this story. We're going to get Bad Santa 3. We're going to get the Mama spin-off. We're going to get Mama Bad Santa. Santa Next Generation with Thurman Mermans. We're going to get Little exploits. Santa. Little Santa, yeah. <laughs> We're going to get Marcus's exploits in prison. There are so many stories you can tell within this universe mm. that I really hope we... And you stay till the end of credits. Post-credit yeah. scene? No. Okay. <laughs> well, I suppose on that note. Well, this. there are no en- there may be no endings to the Bad Santa Cinematic Universe, but there are endings to this podcast. Uh, so we're gonna jump in just briefly in a couple of seconds to the last light. <laughs> last line is where during the switchover, usually there's a bit of movie that goes missing, uh, where Jericho comes out or I come out, and then the other person goes in. So there's thirty seconds usually of missing footage that Falls none of us ever cracks. sees. And then we try and piece together, based on the first and last line that we each hear, what the hell happened in those 30 seconds. So I say, I say, uh, I'll set it up this time since we, we do actually know what happens. Emily will tell us. Mm-hmm. 
we'll we'll do our usual. We'll we'll try and come up with what happens, and then Emily will tell us exactly how close we. Yeah, and we'll go off on Emily's poetry that she experienced in the in the abyss. Of abyss. Um, <laughs> okay, so what was the last line, Jericho? Last line I heard was from Mama Santa, and she said, "Call the maid." Uh, the first line I heard was, "Where are the cherry pop ladies?" And I don't know who said it. This is fairly <laughs> self-explanatory, isn't it? Go ahead. The what's maid your is bringing the cherry pops. Yeah, yeah. But who's the maid? The maid was from the Bachelorette. The Bachelor. Remember. Uh, Kathy Bates is watching the TV and she's like something there's like the sound of like smashed glass and she says call the maid to the TV right okay oh okay uh-huh. so, and then the, yeah. the next slide where are the cherry pop ladies ah. oh Thurman Merman because he was going to get his cherry pop I was thinking cherry pop is like an icicle or something maybe it was it must, right okay it must have been Thurman Merman who said where are the cherry pop ladies it must have been yeah, Thurman Merman it must have been yeah because only he would say Cherry pop ladies. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's a total Thurman Merman line. It's a Thurman Mermanism, yeah. Yeah, yeah Thurman Mermanism. Wait, what's a cherry pop lady? I'm I thought it was my my interpretation just isolation was like a woman who hands out icicles. Or like maybe someone who's in an icicle advert or something. Or but maybe maybe the cherry pop ladies, they are prostitutes who also give you a cherry pop. Like when you go <laughs> like when you go to the dentist when you're a kid and then they give you a wee lollipop or whatever. Oh. So yeah, we've got uh, an extra special service from the Chicago prostitutes. Oh, that's uh, that's delightful. Um, I think Cherry Pop Ladies could be another spin-off within the Bad Santa <laughs> universe. Because, um, you know, like it's all about women these days, unfortunately, isn't it? With Mad Max and Star Wars and Lady Busters. Oh, we all suddenly... And then women, Mama Santa's coming. Suddenly women want to be in films as well. So let me pitch this to you. 20th Century Fox, who is the studio behind Bad Santa? Yeah, let's go for it, 20th Century let's Fox. P- let me pitch it to you, 20th Century Fox, Coen Brothers, Doug Ellen from Entourage. What about the Cherry Pop Ladies as a spin-off? It can be about female empowerment and stuff. Women can swear as well. <laughs> well, anyway, now that, we've, now that you've totally dissed women, uh, let, let's ask women for um, what actually happened in um, this missing abyss. Emily, what did we miss? Okay, this is my account. This is your reading. Okay. It's a bit, it's a bit isolating and lonely, but this is what happened. And then I was alone, with just the son, um, who was my favorite character. He's on a rickshaw, wearing shorts, and his T-shirt from what? What is it again? Un- Hungry Hoagies. Hungry Hoagies, and he's wearing like the clear plastic gloves. Yeah, yeah, because he makes Billy Bob a sandwich at one point and he's making them. He just has like a ready supply of these clear plastic gloves that he takes everywhere. So that's his ensemble and he's in Chicago and it's cold and it's snowing and he's on this little rickshaw exposed to the elements and he's shivering and I also felt cold. <laughs> and shivering. You mean physically or emotionally? Both. Oh, no. And then I just state, thank God I am halfway there. <laughs> and then I sort of say i feel the need to document this gap since they're since they will never know that's you guys what happens and then all i have left is fitness class booties rich rich house lights finally go out yay that was me okay Okay, so your notes blend what's happening in the in the film with what's happening in the in the auditorium. Mm-hmm. So were the fitness class booties in the film? Or <laughs> the just, like, a fitness class was taking that place was, in that the was, cinema. That was the misogynist up the back. Uh, <laughs> also conducting fitness classes <laughs> while punching a woman in the face. Um, There's a lot, of activity in that, a lot of activity in that cinema. So absolutely right, that place. Um, so I need to tell us what happened to Thurman Merman. So he's, because he, he's getting the bus and he asks the lady, like, does this bus go to Chicago? And she says, no, it goes down the street. And he gets it anyway. <laughs> Do you find out how he gets to Chicago, or does he just presumably then catch he just, a they just, they of just show him getting off a bus in Chicago and yeah, then hitching a ride on the rickshaw? Oh, okay. I was just about. In oh, the rickshaw! Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh wow! I think that's everything covered. Yeah. Any other no. Any other final points? I don't have anything, Emily. I've spoken over you a lot here. Um, <laughs> do you have any any last observations? Uh. No, just that that was ultimate... that was a really hard time in my life, just being alone. 
not knowing if, if you were even going to come. But, I... Oh, right. You didn't think I was going to walk in? Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, it was a very strange time. And then the stranger and who you've met And then for the lights before, to come down, yeah. The lights go down, the stranger you've only met once before walks in, <laughs> and you go, oh my God, this couldn't get any worse. <laughs> I've just been watching half a bad Santa. Would you ever be uh, interested in repeating the experience? Do you think this could be a new way for you to watch films? No. <laughs> okay. But Great, thanks, that, thanks, thanks uh, for asking. Let's not tell any of our other guests about this experience whatsoever. <laughs> Don't do it to yourselves. <laughs> I had a great time. <laughs> Ooh, it was fantastic. Oh, that's nice to hear, Emily. Thank you very much. You're welcome, Kieran. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> okay, uh, well, that just leads me to... Just lastly, want to thank uh, Peter Marchese and Julia Marchese for our lovely intro and outro music, which comes from the film Out of Print. Uh, a very good documentary film about cinemas and repertory cinemas. I so, would uh, recommend seeing all of it. Yeah, I would recommend seeing all of it as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they gave us some music for that, so we are uh, deeply grateful for them. Uh, and Jericho, if you want to plug some social media for us since you're running, running the show. Okay, yeah, I will just say thank you to Emily for being here and for doing this episode's artwork. Uh, if you're interested in Emily's artwork, where are you at? Um, you can find me on Instagram at Freckles and Porcelain. I didn't do a very good job on Sully, so here's the better social media if you liked what you just listened to. We are available at Facebook at facebook.com forward slash tradeplacepod. You can follow us on Twitter at tradeplacepod. Look at that. And our individual handles, my I'm at the Cine Singe. And I am at Jericho Reed. And you can find us there, and you can find this podcast on iTunes. If give us a somehow. review. If anyone's even listening, give us a review. Yeah. That would be appreciated. Let us know that somebody is listening. Let us know that the spirit of Christmas is out there. It, it surely is. It's, it's starting to feel a lot like Christmas. <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> I have contempt for you all. Apart from you, Ghana listener, get in touch. Thank you. And goodbye. Goodbye. Bye! <laughs> <laughs>